We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And I just refill it with that because it's just oh, well, so handy. And I've, I've, I haven't had any complaints. Good. Happy days. It's very boring. I'm just thinking, what has this podcast become? I think, I think since you turned 30, you're dragging me down and you're dragging the podcast down and you're making it all boring. Stop being so old and boring. <laughs> It's your favourite queers, back in your ears, it's I'm Grandmam. Hey girlies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Woo! We're apart girls, but we're together in spirit. We are indeed. I'm back in London town. Oh, it's so good to be back in the big smoke where they have the red telephone boxes and the streets are littered with rubbish. <laughs> You're giving Protestant. Um, what's it like to be back? I'm loving being back. It's just nice having my own space again. You know what I mean? And yeah, I was home for three months. You know what I mean? But like mm. the airport and coming back was an ordeal. I've never experienced stress like it. So I was really? all fine, right? Oh, babe, you've no idea. Where did you fly from? I flew Cork to Heathrow. Okay. Oh, excuse me, Heathrow money bags. She was she was flying Aer Lingus, girls. So I get on the flight ride. She was on the Panto money. <laughs> I get on the flight ride, and I'm already kind of up to ninety because obviously, like, I was at home for a decent amount of time with my mum, and I was, you know, upset about leaving her and stuff. So, and it just felt a bit different, yeah. obviously, uh, this time. Mm-hmm. And got on the flight, and next thing, one of the air hostesses was like, <gasps> uh, "Excuse me." And I was like, "Oh my god, listen to the podcast. We love to see it." And then I went, I went, "Hey, girly." And she went, chest of the jester is this? <laughs> and I was literally like, oh my God. I was like, I thought I left that life behind. But anyway, I was like catching up with her about that. She was like, you are fab. I was like, thanks girly. I'm back to London now, back to the grind, back to basics. Anyway, I'm sitting down in the back and one of our colleagues comes along with the trolley and she was like, are you famous, are ya? And I was like. What do you say to that question? Do you know what I mean? Everyone else was like this, right? And just as well, I was in a celebrity who wanted to be kind of incognito for the flight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Imagine if it was Una Healy now or something from the Saturdays. She's taken up the full role <laughs> with her two partners. In her trouble, you know what I mean? We love to see it. But anyway, so people are kind of looking over and I was like, oh, I was like, I was in the panto, like. And she was like, right. And she was like, what do you want from the trolley? And I was like, oh, just a sparkling water, please. I love a sparkling water on a flight. I love a sparkling water anyway, but particularly on a flight. So yeah. I just said, oh, sparkling water. And she said, don't be so silly. What do you want? And I went, I'm honestly fine, right? Yeah. Anyway, she produces two bottles of Prosecco, a bag of Tano's, and um, a bar of uh, dairy milk. So I'm weak for myself anyway, having all that. But anyway, I had a bottle of the Prosecco, the smally one, but obviously went to my head. Because when I land, and I say my goodbyes to the girlies, shout out to my Aer Lingus girlies, <laughs> I'm coming through, right? And I'm happy out, 
And obviously then, because I was drinking Prosec, I had to go for a wee as soon as I landed. Yeah, yeah. Walk okay. out, departures, and see all the fellas with the signs and going, who has Mr. Toomey on his? Nobody. <laughs> I was getting a coach. Got outside and I was like, oh my God, I never collected my suitcase. Right. You're after leaving security at this stage. Left security, like walked out of where like the baggage reclaim <gasps> is, walked out and you can't walk back. So this happened to me once before and it was way back before I moved to London. I was coming over auditioning and stuff and I was coming over with Lorna and she was rushing to get on a train to Cambridge and I was like running yeah. with her to like make sure she got on our train and I completely forgotten about my bag and it was such an ordeal and that was Stan said. Now this was Heathrow so I was like, what the heck? So tried... Going to like the information desk, nobody there, shock horror, back to England, I'm already being reminded of how incompetent the workers are, um, <laughs> I'm only joking. Then anyway, I was told I had to go to the Aer Lingus desk because security weren't working, so they wouldn't be able to take me back, so I'd have to ask Aer Lingus. So I rock up to Aer Lingus then, anyway, let me tell you the contrast between my Irish Aer Lingus girlies and the British Aer Lingus girlies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you, it might as well have been a different airline, girls. It wasn't given. Really? It wasn't given Cade Milafoilta. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> no, it was given. Were they like, how'd you forget your bag? You slow. She was literally, she was like, you're thick, stupid. I saw your video from the podcast last week where you didn't even have a clue where the South Pole was. Are you thick in the head? First of all, I was so apologetic. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm after walking out of departures without my suitcase. And she went, how in the name of God did you do that? <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it was actually just like a moment of absent-mindedness. I said, I just, I said, I don't usually travel with luggage. I said, I've been home for three months. And she was like, well, you may have to wait until tomorrow to get it back. And I'm going, <gasps> am I fuck coming back to Heathrow tomorrow? No. So here I was, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be kind, 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 killing with kindness, girlies. And I was like, that's no problem, I said. I said, but I would really appreciate, I said, if I could get it back today. I said, um, I have a very busy day tomorrow. But I said, I understand that you're under pressure here. Nobody in the queue, by the way. Nobody in the queue. <laughs> so anyway, I stood to the side for a few minutes. And then she's like, right, come with me. So she had to take me through. Had to go back through. Is she just angry and screaming at you now the whole time? She couldn't even make eye contact with me. And I was like, I was wanting to like bring the vibes on the walkies. Like I was kind yeah. of buzzing. I had my bottle of Prosec. I just touched down in London town. You know what I mean? I was ready to have fun. She wasn't bringing the vibes. But honestly, I, I felt like a scolded child the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, so I had to go back through security. So I basically add another 45 minutes onto my journey once I'd landed, which was just an awful rigmarole. But anyway, I was telling her that I had done this once before, right? And once I got my suitcase... Why did you say that? I was just saying, I was like, oh my God, this happened to me once before. And I said, oh, it's so stressful. And I promised myself the last time that I would never do it again. And she went, right, well, if you ever do it again, she goes, that's it. <laughs> and then she spat on you and goes, right, fag, get out. But I was thinking, I was like... How would you even know? I was like, what's the likelihood if I was to forget it again that I'd be flying to Heathrow and you'd be on the desk again? And I was also thinking, like when we were queuing up for security, she was on her phone, she was doing texting bits, we did a B-reel and stuff, and I'm like, girl, you're off the clock for half an hour, you're grand. You didn't do a B-reel. <laughs> no, he didn't do a B-reel. didn't do but a B-reel. Now, the only thing was, because I still had the second bottle of Prosecco, I was going to give her that and be like, sorry for your troubles. But then because we had to go back yeah. through security, I wasn't allowed to take that. <laughs> oh my god, babe, I'd be stressed off my head. Also, I don't know why she was so upset, because I'd be only looking to do a strolly stroll on my, like, t- something different on my ship, do you know what I mean? I was thinking that, I was like, babe, like, you're getting to go for your walkies, you're getting up to your 10k steps, what's the issue here? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's what's still the January. Issue? What's the issue? <laughs> what's the yeah, issue? Grand. Where's the Literally. issue? So it's been revealed that Molly May and Tommy Fury have come up with the name Bambi for their newborn baby daughter. What are our thoughts? Um, I don't like. Are people still into like the whole Molly May Tommy Fury thing? Um, I, I, I didn't even know they were still going about. Yeah, well, fair play. Hope she's healthy. I don't know, Bambi, your grand girl. Actually, when you break down names, they're all kind of silly. You yeah, know what I mean. But also, like Bambi, obviously, I'm thinking dear. It's given dear, like oh dear Bambi. And then death, because he died. Yeah. The, the, the dear Actually, dies. someone had commented underneath the post saying, oh dear, which I thought was very funny. I am enjoying like the memes and stuff and the the, the talk online around the naming of the child. But surely, I didn't even hear about it. But surely um, she knew that that was going to happen, obviously. 
there's going to be a mixed reception on it. You know, I what saw I mean? a thing on TikTok there the other day, and it was like, when you're naming a child, you shouldn't be naming what the baby looks like because you're not naming a child, really. You're naming an adult because, like, for example, when I was a baby. I looked completely different than I look yeah. now. So, like, obviously, her little cute little baby girl, you're like, oh, little Bambi, but Bambi's going to grow up to be a 40-year-old a woman named Bambi. You know what I mean? But is that not kind of iconic, in a way? Well, it kind of would be iconic, a kind of Elle Woods kind of way, if you were, like, a, a an attorney and your name was, like, Bambi Fiore. You know what I mean? But it also kind of sounds like you do porn, and it's your, like, alias. <laughs> Which we stand, which we love. Obviously, I'm not anti-sex work, but I'm just saying, it's just, Bambi Fury sounds like a porn star name. But, like, people were saying online that this girl is going to have to apply for a mortgage and apply for a job when she's older under the name Bambi. And I'm like, don't worry about her applying for a mortgage. Her mum's a millionaire and she's in her 20s. She's never she's going to apply no for a mortgage. She's not applying for no mortgage. You know what I mean? Worry no, about yourself, no. Lucy. You know what I mean? Now, someone did say 24 hours in a day and Molly may use the last 10 seconds to come up with a name for the child. <laughs> well, I think, I think it could be a bit gorgeous. Yeah, leave my, and also Bambi, yeah. Bambi is an iconic name. Also, like, like wait until I have kids, people are going to be like, what the fuck did Peter name his child? You know what I mean? And like going back to what you're saying about oh you're not naming a child you're naming an adult like does anyone's name make sense like now to be fair I think you categorically look like a PJ and I couldn't be more Kevin if I tried yeah but then it's it's when people go what does PJ stand for and I go Patrick Jeremiah and they all nearly hit the floor they're like what I never expect you to be Patrick Jeremiah I'm like why if you could change your name to anything else what would it be I've never thought about it. What would you pick? I think I'd love something a bit Irishy. Okay. Imagine if I was Oshin, you know what I mean? Like Oshin in London. In school, I was like always the only Kevin in my class. Really? Well, in secondary school, there was another Kevin, but there's actually not that many Kevins at all. I'm not friends with any other Kevins. Oh my God, what if I am and I'm leaving, I'm Kevin Erasure. Let me think. I don't think I'm friends with any other Kevins. Is that out of choice though? Because you want to be the only Kevin in the room. Probably. Like if, if, if a fella comes up on Tinder and even if he's gorgeous, but if his name's Kevin, I'm going. And equally the same with Evan. I couldn't have a Kevin and Evan. It just wouldn't work. Or would it be iconic? I think, it, no, I think it'd be iconic if you're going out with someone called Kevin because then it could be like the Kevins. Oh, the Kevins, and that's very gay as well, isn't it? Yeah, be like, like, oh, we'll have to invite the Kevins. We'll have to invite the Kevins. Oh my God, I think that's iconic. Oh my God, like a gay version of the Heathers. Can you invite the Heathers, the Kevins? Can you invite, can you filter your Tinder or Bumble or whatever, or Grindr, to just filter in Kevins? I'll have to Google it after this. If you're listening to Tinder, this this is a feature you need to start doing. And actually, because it's coming up to Valentine's, if your name's Kevin, and you're pure sexy, and you listen to the pod, drop me a message, and maybe yeah. we can become the Kevins. The Kevins, there we go. I think we should get into the theme. Let's get into the theme, baby. Stunning. The theme for this week is... Money management. I did the drum roll on my tie. <laughs> Alexa, play Money Honey by Lady Gaga. I'm not at a kitchen table, so Money I, I have no hard surface. Where are you? I'm in the spare room. It doesn't matter, Lady Gag is playing. I can't really hear it so over the Zoom, so I'm just going to trust that it's a bop. And the mentions. Oh, yeah. That whole album. The whole album in its entirety. Oh, yeah. It's when it drops hair. It's good to live expensive. And you, you can, can make, make a kiss. Alexa, stop. I was the head of the school bank in transition year and when people were coming in to the classroom during lunch to lodge some money in their school bank or to open up an account with the IB, I was a very good bank manager, by the way, I would always have this playing. I'd be like, come on, girlies, lots of money. <laughs> um, how do people not just be like, he's so gay all the time when you were in school? I think they did. We just got on with it. I went back to my secondary school last week and um, I was speaking to all my teachers and I was kind of loving going back to school as this like... Were you in the staff you know, room? Out and proud gay man. I was in the staff room. Staff room was lovely. Gorge. Now, I would like to say it was great to come back in all Douglas Community School. I wasn't offered so much as a lick of tea or coffee. What? Which would have been nice. Yeah. 
I'm only joking. It's because we were busy, busy. And you know what? It's probably me because I was chatting the ears off all the teachers. They were like, oh my God, Mrs. Such and Such is still here. And do you want to talk to her? I was like, yeah, obviously they all loved me. I want to go down and let them know that I'm thriving. So I was very nervous to be honest. And we've done loads of bits, like a lot of public speaking. We've done shows and stuff. Yeah, but going back to your school is like a lot. It really, it really kind of hit me hard. I was like, oh my God, it felt like a lot. And I was waiting in the reception and I was like, oh my God, look at all the trophies and stuff. A lot of which I had won. With my time doing public speaking for the school. Um, I was like, someone needs to give him a dust. You know what I mean? Um, and then I was pure, like, nervous. And then I walked in the door. And as well, I was talking to a bunch of, like, teenage lads. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, do they even know a gay fella? Yeah. But then I suppose maybe they do. But um, walked in and then there was the pride flag hanging in front of the courtyard. It sounds very glamorous, the community school. But it, it, the place did look fab. And the sun was shining and I went, you know what, Kevin? You got this. Do it for the LGBT. But babe, that's amazing. Especially like, imagine like if we were like lots of gay people and the school brought in a big like queer person to speak to us. Like that's gorgeous. I was just speaking about like uh, a career in the arts or whatever and like yeah. telling them about what I did after school and stuff. And I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if it went over all their heads or what, but I was thinking, you know what? I heard a story before, right? There was a fella walking on a beach, right? And he was walking along the beach and there was a load of starfish washed up on the beach, right? And this fella, he reached down, right? And he picked up one of the starfish and he threw it back into the ocean, right? To save its life. And there was another fella walking along the beach at the same time. And he said, what are you doing there? And he said, oh, he's just throwing one of the starfish back into the sea. And he goes, but look how many starfish there are washed up on the shore. And he said, sure, that's not going to make any difference. And he said, you know what? It did to that one. So if my story <laughs> just impacts one of the boys in Douglas Community School, then I've yeah. done my work. I've done my work. Now, that, in that story, that person just ripped a starfish away from its family and fucked it across the ocean. And now he's orphaned two young starfish. No, he saved the child's life. The rest of the starfish were going to die probably. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, that's un- that's amazing, babe. But we're talking about budgeting today, like money management vibes. Um, we're starting off the year. I'm getting married. Kevin's living in London. It's expensive. And we're coming into our 30s, so we need to start taking things a bit more seriously, don't we, really? But then I'm like, do we, though? Obviously, we tighten our belts and we're not, we won't be going out for dinner every night. But, like, I'm still, I'm not going to, like, just sit in my room and, like, do nothing, like, you know what I mean? Because you could die in the morning, basically. And I even talked to my mam about this, or, like, Jose's mam, and they're always, like, spend your money on stuff that makes you happy. There's no point in putting it all away. You yeah. can't take a witch basically. Completely. You can't take a witch But I suppose, more so now, has there been some kind of switch because you are now engaged, and obviously a wedding is a big affair. I'd imagine you're not going to be wanting to do something small and subtle, like... You're going to have to start saving for that. So have yourself and Hosey sat down and have a conversation yet and been like, right, if we want to get married by this day, this year, um, we need to start putting away this amount of money every month. Or has that conversation even happened yet? My thing, and kind of Hosey's thing as well, is like, we want to be happy in our everyday lives as opposed to for like one one day in like two years' time, right? So it's like, I get we, we talked about that at the beginning. We were like, even with like if we ever save for a mortgage, if we're ever saving for um a wedding, we don't wanna be like miserable scrimping and scraping for like two years just to to and get a house, you know. So we need to be realistic yeah. about like we wanna still be able to eat out in restaurants like every now and again. We wanna be I wanna be yeah. able to buy an a la, an old latte without thinking twice about it. I wanna buy a round of drinks for my friends, yeah. you know. So I just factor all that into th- the situation and then look at my overall spending and be like maybe instead of eating out like four times a month maybe we eat out like twice but we to be honest we yeah. eat about six times we have probably eight times a month at the moment like we we love going to restaurants like so it's like yeah trying to just cap it a bit but also be realistic because i'm ne- i'm never going to be mm-hmm. the person who reuses the tea bags like i'm never going to be that person i know what you mean you're right you kind of have to just be happy in the new as well it's not about like sacrificing your happiness for like this one day such as a wedding. I suppose as well because the work that we do is primarily together. We're quite open with money with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And one thing you said to me before as well, um, which kind of stuck with me was um, 
oh, like, we should try and be more open about money because I think, like, it just helps us get ahead. You know what I mean? And it means, yeah. like, we're kind of evening out the playing field, really. Exactly. I think, like, as well, pay transparency, I think, is, like, the most important thing ever. And obviously, it's a difficult conversation because people, you'll find out that you're getting paid, like, way less or way more than someone who you're speaking to, right? Um, yeah. So, like... The, and then you might even resent them. Yeah, a bit, yeah. So, But I think you just need... I think we need to retrain the way we think because it's just giving... It's just giving power to all these corporations if we don't. Because, like, for example, like, I used to work in an advertising agency and the, and um, I used... Because of Irish mentality and being mortified about, like, money, I was um, ashamed to, like, ask people what they were paid, right? But then I also remember one day one of my colleagues were like, how much are you getting paid? And then I was like, what? I was like, how fucking rude. How dare she ask me how much I'm being paid? She's like, no, like, I'll tell you what I'm getting paid and you tell me. And then, like, when we're negotiating our wages, like, we'll have more power to talk about it. You know what I mean? And then and yeah. I was getting paid, like, nothing compared to what she was getting paid to, like, and we were basically doing the same job. So, like, when I went into my review, then I was able to go, her ex person's getting paid nearly doubled me and we're doing the same thing. What's going on? Yeah. And then they were literally like, oh my god um, sorry you know the way you came in and then they were like kind of backtracking and I ended up getting like a huge raise that I would have never gotten I remember that day yeah. you were like daddy's daddy's getting a raise we're like, going for we're dinner going out, it's on me because I was like and then ever since then I've realised the power of it and obviously if you're running your own business or if you're if you're like working for like a family or whatever it's different but like especially yeah. if you work for yeah. like a big corporation or like a company you should talk to each other about how much you're getting paid and just break down that awkwardness because it empowers you, you know? And I've no problem like being open to like my mum or whatever about the money we make or whatever, but when it comes to the money that I spend, I will never be fully transparent with my mum. Oh, like, no. I don't know why, but if I was if I was to buy something, my mum was like, how much is that now? I would at least half the price of it. Even if I just got like a jump yeah, card that was like, 50 quid or whatever. And my mum was like, how much is that now? I'd be like, 20 quid. Maybe i do that to you. Or the same with even with takeaway. My mum would be like, how much you spend on the takeaway now? I'd be like, oh, it was only 12 euro and it was 30. You know what I mean? Literally. Every over. time you, like when I used in London and I used to buy something, you'd be like, how much is that top? And I'd be like, 15. And it was like 40. Every time you asked me, I would just go, because you'd be mortified. I don't know why you'd be mortified to like, just say like. Why are we mortified? Oh, like, you know, it's a, such an Irish thing as well where someone goes, oh my God, I love your dress. And then the girls always go, Thanks for 20 euro pennies because they, they don't want you to think that you have notions. Yeah. Okay, anyway, don't take our word for it. We actually asked our followers on Instagram a couple of money management questions and we're going to take you through the responses. Because I was actually like, oh my God, it's actually kind of interesting when I was getting the responses there yesterday. Yeah, and some of the submissions of people telling us like what they spend ridiculous money on made me feel better about some of my ridiculous purchases you know what i mean oh my god it was it was the, it was the best thing ever i i kind of went out afterwards and i bought a gorgeous coffee for myself because i was like it's grand we're all doing we're it all girls spending money on stupid yeah. stuff yeah gorgeous so we asked people do they budget right and 47 percent said of course doll they said they do budget but 53 percent of people said they don't budget they said could never be me right okay and in Ireland as well, which I suppose is where more of our demographic would be, I would think there would be more yeah. of a lean towards budgeting. Obviously, this doesn't take into account age and stuff as well. But I think in Ireland, there is more of a mentality that renting is wasteful and that you should be saving for that mortgage. You know what I mean? So more people are trying to get on that property ladder because like... Because things are so tough with them, they don't want to be paying their landlords loads of money. You know what I mean? I, I know what you mean, because like living in London, you do kind of get around to like a renter's mentality, whereas like a lot of people just rent for a lot of their lives yeah. in bigger cities. Anyway, we asked as well. We asked, do you talk openly about money with your friends, right? And sixty-seven yeah. percent of people said yeah, and thirty-three wow. percent said no. That that is a small bit surprising to me. I'm I'm surprised people are as open about it. Obviously, people on our Instagram would be a younger demographic, like the majority. So I'm like, I do think yeah. the younger generation are getting better at talking about money more openly because I think we're aware as well, way more of like financial privilege that you're born into as well. So it's like yeah, exactly. I'm glad that that's the case and that people are open with their friends and stuff. You know what I mean? Because it probably. It's, it's probably better to be that way, you know what I mean? Especially if they're your friends. If you can't be open and honest with your friends about the money you're making, the money you're spending, 
who can you be like that with? So then we asked people, like, when you are budgeting, like, what is the one luxury item that you can't live without? Yeah. Like, so if you're, like, tightening the belt, like, I'm going to be for the wedding, what's the luxury items you can't live without, right? And some of the um, answers were kind of hilarious. This one's a bit neat. Right. But one person goes, one luxury item I can't live without is my Dior lip balm. And I'm thinking glamour. That's kind of glamour. It's meant to be gorgeous as well. Is it the lip balm or the lip oil from Dior? I don't know. Apparently the Dior lip oil, it was sold out across Ireland there. You couldn't even get it anywhere for Christmas. Apparently all the girlies are on it. Is it, go- is it really spinny? It's not so much that it's spinny, but like it's it's forty quid, I'd say, or something. So like you you wouldn't just be like getting it every day, or you wouldn't want to be losing it once you bought it. Oh yeah, I I wouldn't even I wouldn't bother buying that now because I'd have it lost like that. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Is there anything worse than buying a new lip balm and then going, oh she's gone? You always lose yours. I I'd never forget you'd be like you'd come in and you couldn't focus <laughs> on anything because you'd have to be after losing your keels. But see, I just hate losing anything in general. I, even in school, if I lose my ruler, I would literally be on a breakdown for the day. I'd be like, no, I'm gonna have to get signed out on the sick because I was like, I just couldn't function. I just hated the act of losing anything. It's a bit unsettling, isn't it? No, but also it's obviously like because we're taught to like value things, and obviously that, we yeah. do need to value things. Like I, I, and I, but I lose things a lot, um, just because of the person I am. Yeah, <laughs> like I try to like I do value things, and I, but so I'm pa- I'm petrified that I'm gonna lose my um engagement ring. Really? Because like like literally every like once an hour now since I put it on my finger the day before to me, I've been touching it because I'm like, is it still there? Is it still there? <laughs> Because I just have this habit of losing things to the borrowers or something. I don't know what's going on. No, you won't lose that. Is it? Is it tight enough? How is it? Is it all right? Tight? Yeah, I got it. I got it a size tight. Like, I got it uncomfortably tight. So I can't come off my finger. That's probably a good shout. Also, it was that thing of losing something in school and then having to go home and say to your mum, like, oh, mum, I need a new ruler. I need a new pencil case. And she'd be like, what? No, and then my sister would come home and be like, mum, I need all these ingredients for home mech. And my mum be like, you robbed me blind at school. <laughs> Our girl Natasha says she can't live with, and this came up a few times. Maclellan. Yeah, she goes. She can't live without coffee and Botox, and that that's glamour as well. These are all glam luxury goods. Now, that's a party. We need to have a coffee and Botox now. A coffee and Botox, but also loads of people said coffee. They're silly little coffees, and a lot of people said Botox as well. But there's probably something in coffee. My thing with coffee is, yeah, obviously there's caffeine and it helps you get through the day. But there's also definite endorphins released when you have a cup of coffee. Like, my day is definitely improved by me having a coffee. Like, I would prefer, right, to have my daily coffee and then, what, what would I say? So, whatever, £3.20 times 5, whatever, 16 quid, right, in the week. And then maybe go without two extra drinks on my night out. You know oh, what I mean? I, I, I will never, I will never yeah. give up my daily coffee. Now, he's looking in the window there now and he's the scariest person I've ever seen on this street. <laughs> oh my God, he's scary and my bike's outside. What do you think of this next one, right? Um, the one thing this girl won't give up is branded sauces, like Chef or Heinz ketchup. The Little or Aldi knockoffs don't taste the same. Yeah, I'd only buy Hellman's. Like when you're going for the mayo... Yeah, same. I'm like, it doesn't take, it, does, it hits so much different. And on the same uh, line of thinking with like household goods, I wouldn't scrimp ever on the toilet roll. Like it's a rule in this gaff. If it's, if you're buying toilet roll, you don't get like the store brand. You know what I mean? You get the good like uh, three ply. Otherwise it'd be falling apart you in your You know what I mean? And you're nearly giving yourself a tickle. Which can be fun too sometimes, but not when you're just after using the toilet. Is right, there any the... other like things that people have said that they won't go without? Yeah. Someone goes, Spotify Premium, and I goes, girls, can we just sit back here now and define a luxury good? Because a luxury item in my book, right, isn't ten ninety nine or something for Spotify Premium a month. Do you know what I mean? How That's not giving luxury. How Tidal, gra- maybe, at yeah. 20 quid yeah. a month might be luxury. How how granular are we going with this with this saving if we're coming down to uh, should I cancel my Spotify premium or not? Like surely you can have Spotify premium. 
Surely, like, even if you were to go around with the gaff and stick your hand down the side of the couch, you could come up with a tenner a month. Also, get on the family plan and you can do four people on for 15 and go halves with your friends. Right, the next question we ask, um, what was the most ridiculous thing you've ever spent your money on, right? First out the gate, our friend Craig Barrett, right? Just for context, he's foxy, like he's a ginger. And he said he bought a laser hair removal machine that doesn't work on gingers for fuck's sake. <laughs> Surely, Craig, you should have checked that before you bought it. What is it? A laser hair removal machine. Why wouldn't it work for gingers? Because I, I actually have a, my sister Elaine's a beautician. The hairs need to be dark for hair, laser hair removal to work. Oh. Yeah, so if you're like... silly goose. Yeah, I know. Skit. This person said, right, and this had me crying. So I found these mugs on my explore page and fresh out of a breakup, maybe I was trying to fill the void with material items. I can't excuse it. I bought these bloody handmade mugs, two of them, for 180 euro. <gasps> two mugs for 180 euro. Yes, that's bad and all my friends were ripping the piss out of me, but wait until you see the mugs. Now, I'm just gutted that this is a podcast format because when I say... And <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I can't actually scroll up to the picture of the mugs because I want to finish the story. Because it's like, you know that, you know when, um, this is very niche, but you know in the Mr. Bean movie, the first one, the original, when he like sneezes on the painting and then tries to recover it and he's like wiping it with like um, white spirit and stuff. But then anyway, he like, he draws on the face then. Okay. Anyway, if you get that reference, it's very that. But anyway, one of my friends had bought a second hand car from her dad now a shit car at that for 200 euro and it was the joke of the summer that I could trade my two mugs in for her car. I was in love with them but oh my god by the time they arrived from Germany of all places I'd come to my senses and realise just how fucking ugly they are. I haven't used them once <laughs> considering binning them honestly and this is no shade to the artist who made them by the way but all the shade to me for spending that much money on mugs I quite honestly could have made myself. When I say it's just like you know when you know the transition year uh, mini companies yeah. and you know when they come around they go around to the schools and they're like who wants to buy these gorgeous mugs but it's the air class who Who's are done just them. chaos yeah. who are making them it's it's you know actually it's 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 a lower grade than that they are <laughs> I don't know what possessed this girl I need to send it to you have you seen them no show me after okay we'll put a picture up on Patreon as well okay yeah, they are the ugliest mugs but also she's obviously she was suffering from like um like some trauma and she was like uh, using shopping as a form of therapy. Yeah, but get yourself a dildo, babe, or something like that. Oh. Don't be buying manky mugs that you're not even going to be having a cup of tea in. Do you know what I mean? I wonder, does she still have them? <laughs> she does still have them, but she hasn't used them. She's like, I'm considering binning them. Brilliant. This person goes... No, it made for a fabulous story on the podcast. So I'm yeah, glad you kept so them. it was worth the money, doll. It was worth the money. Um, but as well I do weird stuff to justify my purchases which is obviously concerning because like I I am getting better but I used to be very spontaneous with my purchases as you know um, and uh, I used to ju- I justify that now if I was her I'd go okay so 90 a mug I'm getting 2 of them so 180 and then I'd go obviously that's like ridiculous but then I'd go I'd go for a meal sometimes to someone and I'd spend 190 on like a special occasion if it was a good few of us um, but then that's a fleeting moment in time I'll have these mugs forever that's actually worth it and then I'd buy it because I'd be like I have to talk yeah. myself around that's the thing you kind of have to talk yourself around those purchases or be like yeah but how many times am I going to use it you know what I mean or like one thing I do think like that I've really stepped away from is like fast fashion and like just yeah. getting things that are once Same. off and that I'm just going to wear once because as well nowadays definitely things are literally being made to be worn once. You know yeah. what I mean? Like things aren't even come with pockets. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So like, I do think like, even though I do my shopping mostly, like I'd go to the nice vintage charity shops, but like if I am buying nice bits, I'm going to buy nice new bits. You know what I mean? And spend a few bob extra. It's going to be double the price of something you get from a fast fashion site, but like you'll get cost per wear will over time then will make it way cheaper. Exactly. That's the thing. And that's how you're getting your money's worth. Literally. So. And also, girls, if you are buying new, buy reversible and reverse the world. <laughs> <laughs> I got a reversible jacket. I'm not sure if you saw the video, but I got a reversible jacket for Christmas. And I just think, I know I was kind of joking about it when we spoke about it, but I just think people need to actually buy more 
reversible wear. Oh my more god! Reversible wear needs to be made. A hundred percent, literally, because like then you just get two efforts for the price of one. Reverse the world. I was like, I think, I think this is nice, right? Uh, this girl said, I booked flights to Australia to visit a homesick pal. They were really expensive, but no regrets. And then that's what I think, like, oh. where my mentality of like, you can't take a witch. It comes from like if you're doing something for somebody. Um, that costs like way like, like a lot of money um, but you still yeah. want to do it don't feel guilty about that because like you remember that moment you know you'll always remember going yeah. visiting your homesick pal you won't remember the money coming out of your account you know that kind of way completely no you're so right and especially if you are using the money on someone else I just think you know like she said no regrets yeah you know exactly this girl said um, she bought a game on her phone called Project Makeover. It's like Candy Crush, but she spent 180 euro on more lives on the game. No, that's an addiction, honey. <laughs> Gamble aware. What, what, what's that about? I thought you could just like... I thought there were easier ways to go about getting more lives. My mum d- definitely doesn't be spending money on her candy crush. Well, at least I hope not. Yeah, now you know. After you go home now, the house will be remortgaged. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Right. We also asked people um, what was the cheapest thing that one of their friends ever did. So, some of them are absolutely hilarious. And also some of them I'm like, we asked you to submit a story about your cheap friend. Why are you friends with this person if this is what they're doing? Like, yeah. I couldn't possibly... Like, I get sometimes, because again, like, people make different money. And I suppose you never know, like, what someone's bank account really looks like unless they show yeah. So, like, you know, if you were out and about and then, like, someone didn't want to do rounds, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's fair fine. enough. I get it. I'll yeah, buy my own yeah. drinkies. Fair enough. But people, like, th- this is the thing here, right? So, I had a friend who offered up the end of their spice bag after a night out because they couldn't finish it, but then demanded the money for what they didn't finish to be revoluted to them the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. Like, if, obviously, if you're giving away your leftovers, you can't charge people for it. On food, this person goes... A person I know took responsibility for getting the money and tip off everyone after a meal and then used the tip to pay for their own meal. <laughs> now, that's savvy. It's giving scammer. <laughs> but you know what? That that like that was a story that happened like two times in the submission box. So I don't know if it's the same person or is that just a scam that everyone should be aware of? Because someone else goes, my friend's boyfriend got everyone to revolute them for the bill that he picked up in the restaurant. And then obviously everyone rounds up, of like, they, if, say if their meal was like 11.50, yeah. they'd all round up and then, he'd use, and then he'd use the excess money. He wouldn't tip the waiter and then he'd just <gasps> buy drinks for him and his girlfriend for the night out of the excess money. That's ridiculous. I know someone as well who is in like a house share and there was one fella looking after like the bills and rent and then he was like telling people the bills were more than what they were. And then so he was covering his bills. You know what I mean? How ridiculous is that? I would say as well, girls, like, even if you're living with friends, maybe. We all do e-billing these days. Maybe ask to see a version of the bill when you're handing over your bobs. You know what I mean? Exactly. Especially if it's randomers. That'll come back to get people, though, I think. You can't do something mean And I think you're right there. Now, this one is ridiculous. So I lived in the Netherlands for a year and they have a reputation for being cheap. Never knew. Never knew. The Dutch. Never knew it, but I can kind of see it. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't think of it until one time a group of us from my master's came to my apartment to make a group dinner and go out for drinks after. Everyone brought ingredients for the risotto and this one Dutch girl reluctantly bought mushrooms in Aldi on our way to mine. We made dinner and party Now, I want to see a girl reluctantly <laughs> buying mushrooms. Like, can someone yeah. act it out? I, I need there to be a reconstruction. Like, how do you buy mushrooms reluctantly? Yeah. It's like a drama class exercise. <laughs> anyway, um... We made dinner and party that night in the city. The next morning, my roommate decided she would use the leftover mushrooms for a breakfast omelette. Lo and behold, she couldn't find them. It turns out the Dutch girl saw the leftover mushrooms that she brought to contribute to the meal, packed them in her purse and went out with them. She was fully out drinking in a club with us with the mushrooms in her bag. Ha 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 ha. Oh, that's but kind of a scream. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's mad. And obviously... We don't want it, things to go to waste. So if if I was at a place and they were like, 
these we're going to throw these out I'd be like I don't I'll use them you know what I mean but would you take them out on the night out I'd say put them in an omelette the next day you know what I mean you wouldn't yeah. take them out you know what I mean I wouldn't be <laughs> I wouldn't be fl- and also it's the whole secrecy she had the se- it was the secret mushrooms she had out with her you know what I mean <laughs> this one this one like floored me I would I would have jumped out of the moving vehicle right so yeah. asked a taxi man to take 40 cent off our fare because he missed a turn and had to reverse so he obviously added time on to like their trip and then your one goes I nearly died of shame in the taxi sorry now imagine you in the taxi and then the taxi man missing a turn and going sorry about that and then going oh you're going to have to take 40 cent off the fare there now because that added on when you were reversing <laughs> Now, also, I suppose, better in her back pocket than his. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Fair enough, if it was, if he had gone a completely wrong way, I'd be like, girl, you need to knock a few quid off that. Um, now, this is a situation where I would say, you need to get out of the house because it's not safe. So, okay. my housemaid literally dismantled the boiler because she didn't want to be paying for the heating. I would have to sit in a jacket and scarf walking around the place. No, I'm sorry. And I know I've obviously stopped putting the heating on as much because obviously it's gone yeah, through the roof and there's a cost of living crisis. Um, but if it gets to that stage of being cold, just pop it on for at least a half an hour. The fact that she dismantled it, I'm also like, you're probably going to have to pay to have it... Remantled. Put together again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Remantled. I had an elderly relative who used to put scratch cards in my birthday card... But she would scratch them herself before putting them in the can. What? What? <laughs> what did she do? She used to scratch them herself beforehand. She did not. She couldn't be putting scratch scratch cards. The half the act of a scratch it's card. The is whole act. It. It's in the name. She used to scratch the scratch cards herself before putting them in the card. Needless to say, there are never any winners. <laughs> well, obviously that's, not. That's. That's the now that's ridiculous. Now I know someone who once um gave my dad a gift, a card with scratch cards, and um wrote their name on the back, signed their name on the back, and apparently if you do that, then like if your name is on the back, like that person has to be there to claim it or something like that, or they're entitled to half. There's some I don't know. I've never once bought a scratch card, so I don't know the rules surrounding it. But you know what? My dad's opinion changed them completely. He was like, no, you don't do that. And actually, you're right. But it, it, it would. You can't do that. What do you think of this, right? Um, my boyfriend took me on a surprise weekend away. And when we got there, he wanted me to go halves on everything. So what's he paid for? Did he pay for the trip in the first place? Or what? Uh, I'm presuming he wanted her to go halves on it, like the trip that he took her on. Because the, it was a surprise that he planned it. The issue here isn't your boyfriend being a cheapskate. The issue is open communication in the relationship. Like, that needed to be discussed in advance. Yeah, but well, he couldn't even surprise her. But, like, was he like, oh, as a surprise this weekend, will we go away? And she was like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Or was he like, I'm taking you away, I'm whisking you away. In which case, he should be paying for it without a doubt. I think if it's I think if it's like a surprise I'm taking you on a weekend away, he has to pay for the travel, the accommodation. Travel and accommodation and then, minimum. And then I would say maybe go halves on the meals. Or yeah, or maybe pay for one of the meals and then like oh, it would only ever come up that you would go he should he should be prepared to pay for the whole thing. But then obviously if you were a nice partner you'd go, I go away, you paid for all this, I'm doing yeah. the meal or I'm paying for half the meal. Like it would you'd you'd hope that your partner would do that, you know. Also, I would say maybe it was his intention and did you have a bit of a head to head en route to the destination? Was there a bit of, was there something mentioned? Did you bring up a passport? Yeah, maybe you were just being fucking annoying in the car and then he was like, <laughs> fuck this, she's paid for half of this, I'm allergic to her. <laughs> yeah, no, if, if, if a fella told me he was going to spoil me and surprise me, I'm going to want to be spoiled and surprised, you know what I mean? Literally. This person says, I know a girl who in college used to sneak into her friend's shower and transfer her friend's shampoo into her empty shampoo bottle. Surely Did not. Did that definitely happen, girls? I'm not gaslighting you now. Oh my God, it's my biggest fear realised I'm going to be accused of gaslighting. But, like, how did we discover that? Did we see her going in, squeezing the shampoo? Or was your housemate like, oh... I'm after using way more shampoo than I thought. Your one's definitely taking it. She's pure stingy and her hair smells nice. 
<laughs> Her hair smells like my shampoo. Like, cause I think most people in Ireland are probably using the same shampoo, like, you know what I mean? It's Tresemme, this, isn't it? Sorry, last one, last one, right? When my friend shares chicken wings with her boyfriend, she makes him count the bones to figure out how many he's had. And if he had more than her, she makes him wait until she catches up. What? Imagine sharing chicken wings with someone and then going, uh, you're after, like, five, I'm only after two, will you wait until I have three more and then we can start eating them again? That's like something in a Squid Games or something. I can't wrap my head around it. Why oh, is she I, telling no. him to hold up? Also, is he a hound? Because like I do, I do obviously get it. Like I'm a hound, so if I'm sharing stuff yeah. at a table, I do have to sometimes go PJ like slow down eating because you're just hounding everything into your mouth. Yeah, it's funny that you say it because ultimately, I suppose when we hear that being read out, we're kind of like, oh, that's crazy. But then if you're at a table and someone was tearing through the tacos you're gonna be like girly you've had six i've only had two yeah exactly like th- there needs to be a decorum at the table from the person yeah. who, who you're sharing with <laughs> like when me and jose go out and we're sharing stuff like some if i'm not focused i'm after eating half more than half of it already and he's only after having one yeah. or something so i have to be like okay calm down also i can never go in on a bottle of wine with you because you'll be you'll be pouring out glasses of wine and i'm like i'm a slow one thing especially on my wine i enjoy my sippy sippies of the wine you be yeah. You're good for the wine. That's that's one yeah. thing to add to the list. Just if you curb the spending on the lady A, babe, you'll yeah. have that wedding sorted in no time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But no, I will. I I'm going to do like a semi wedding project because I'll have to. Like, I'm not going to be able to yeah. whip a wedding out of no. my hole. You know what I mean? I'm going no, to need to say you can't do that. Um, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, yeah. There'll have to be some kind of consideration into it. And I'm sure also you're going to want it because I don't know what way you handle your finances and stuff. But like if you're getting married, would you maybe want to be doing a joint account situation at some point? Or like maybe putting together like the wedding fund or whatever. And then like both of you being like, right, we're making this much each, each month. Let's transfer this much into the pot each. And then like we'll have the wedding so far in this many months slash years slash decades. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, Bev. But you might, you might just want to do that. It might be the easiest thing to do instead of going right at the end of it. Okay, we're going to... I'm going to be putting in this big, huge sum of money. I'm going to be putting in this big, huge sum of money. It might just be an easier thing to be like... To do a joint account, wouldn't it? Babe, look at you, financial advisor. You need to go off and do that on the side. Now, speaking of financial advice, I'm just having to get a fucking message alert from my dentist who's saying I'm due my checkup. And actually, it's extortionate over here and I can't... Get it on the NHS because the waiting lists are too fucking long. And the one thing oh, really? I won't scrimp on is my teeth. I won't scrimp on my teeth. No, no. You need I can't to... scrimp on my teeth. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Especially like, the thing is, I think, right, you have to control the controllables. You mightn't be the best beauty in the bunch, right? But you can kind of ensure that you have nice teeth. Mm. You know what I mean? Go to your uh, dentist visits, brush twice daily, give it a floss every now and then. Wear your spotlight or it'll care whitening strips. Oh, not excuse me. But you know what I mean? <laughs> what's it? But you know what I mean? You can look after them. Before we go, what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever spent your money on? When I was younger, I once got um, a Simpsons water cooler dispenser. <laughs> I was honestly addicted to the Simpsons and any like thing that was Simpsons related or themed, I had a Simpsons dartboard. Never you played that. You loved the Simpsons. Um, I loved the Simpsons. It was my, it was my um, specialist subject when I did... Um, mastermind on the day but it was a water dispenser and then it had you know Blinky the three eyed fish yeah. inside in the water dispenser and I'm like why did I get that and that was at a time when like 
That was when I was living at home and I'm like, did I actually need that in my room? And also it didn't even chill the water. So you literally have to fill it up and you have to drink it that day. Otherwise it was just like stacking it in water. <laughs> so you don't, you don't, you, know you, know do, I mean? you regret the purchase? I definitely regret the purchase. Now, also, can I just speak on behalf of my old housemate, Glenn? So last year he was going to Mykonos and he showed me this gorgeous cardigan that he had bought for the trip. And it was like a... It was one of those uh, sleeveless vest type yeah. things. You know what I mean? But it was one, it was part of the Tom Daly um, line or whatever that he was doing with uh, John Lewis, I think. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, babe, it's gorgeous. Whatever you're showing to me. Anyway, it was like two days before the trip had arrived and he was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. He opened it in front of me. It was like, I think 210 quid, maybe 200 quid. And inside was just all the wool and the knitting needles to make the cardigan. I was inconsolable laughing. I couldn't get over it. Knitting needles and wool no. and a pattern. And he was charging 200 quid. No, I'm sorry. Glenn was disgusted. But I, I remember we never laughed so much. We couldn't stop laughing. Did he? Could he return it? Yeah. But he had to. He, can't, he, couldn't, he was like, when I'm going away in two days, he's like, I'm hardly going to whip it up in this space of time. You never know if you put your mind to this. But even if he could, would you want to be spending that much money? I'd go, oh, I have the pattern. I'll just take a picture of this and I'll go out and get my woolen needles. Yeah, exactly. Feck that. Jesus. What a saucy jade that Tom Daly is. He's one fellow with notions now. <laughs> I hope ye um, learned nothing from this because I don't think we gave any learnings. Is there anything to be learning? No. I would just say, if you're going to learn something, just know that if you're ever on the beach... Show that one starfish back. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you never said, is like, what's the most ridiculous thing you've purchased? Mine's the boat, I think. That was the most ridiculous thing. Like, I, um, yeah. I was basically drinking in Hackney Wick and I saw everyone on these inflatable boats and I goes, where did you get that? And he goes, I got it on Amazon and I found the one he was in and it looked gorgeous so I just bought it. And then, like, two weeks later, I just woke up and it was there. But then... <laughs> In my defence, I thought I would use it more. Yeah, I know. And to be honest, even I thought that I might take it out. But even like last summer, I, I think it was just because like we don't live right next to the canal. So it's just a bit of an ordeal. You probably have to get a taxi to the canal and then inflate it. But sure, then the sun's nearly gone in. But, you know what I mean? Like, to be honest, the days that I did spend on it... I always, I will always remember, like oh, I'll tell even that one day that we yeah. spent on the boat was probably one of my highlights of the summer that year. Yeah, so I'm like, is it money well spent? No, but do I have a memory and a tale to tell? Yeah, and that's that's the lesson to be learned, girlies, in this episode. It's all about making <laughs> memories. Make the memories, girls. <laughs> Bye, girlies. You can scrimp on memories. Bye, girlies. Take care. Love you loads. Bye. I think the reason I purchased is because. Like, did we, were we taught in school? I feel like we should have been. I definitely remember doing things to do with budgeting in accounting, but I don't know if it was about how to budget your money because we weren't making money, so it probably went over our heads. You see, I did woodwork instead of accounting. You couldn't do both in my school. Oh, really? But even still in accounting, I didn't learn really how to budget. It's, it was all like, it was all ridiculous figures, all with loads of zeros at the end. Sure, I had no concept of it. Go on, girlies, bye. Go on, girlies, bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Love you. Bye, 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 bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.